0: Welcome to the Unstoppable Profit Podcast. Wherever you are today, if you're starting with nothing or are well on your way to the success you desire with the right people, processes, and promotions in place, you will be unstoppable. And now I'd like to introduce your host, Mike Stromso. Greetings, friends. This is Mike Stromso coming to you live from the Living Agency Laboratory. And welcome to the next episode of the Unstoppable Profit Podcast. This is a very special Unstoppable Profit Podcast because as we head into Independence Day, uh, we wanted to bring you something that was important to something that we are so privileged to have, which is freedom. And uh, we thought there's no better freedom fighter, and that's a, a, a phrase that has come to my mind as I prepared for this, uh, to have with us this morning. Uh, is our very own Freedom Fighter, which is part of our UPP family team, Mr. Joel McKinley. Joel, good morning, sir. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for uh, investing time to be here today. And so we want to dig in because, it's, like I said, it's a very special, unique podcast. We're going to blend uh, our own Freedom Fighter and uh, share a little bit about his story so we can get to know him better, but you know how it really... Uh, blends in with the three Ps, which is people, processes, and promotion, which is at the core of the Unstoppable Profit Producer program. So, Joel, thanks for uh, spending some time with us this morning, and
1: uh, just share a, c- a couple of minutes about who you are, where you come from, uh, just so everybody gets to know you a little bit better. Um, so, I grew up, I was born in Colorado Springs, um, but I come from a military family, so um, you lived in Germany for six years, and, you know, Louisville, Kentucky, and just kind of all over the place uh so i am definitely one of america i've been all over the place um, yeah well so, uh with that um i joined the army right after I, ter- I graduated high school at 18 years old um and just recently retired uh, about a year and a half ago um after 20 years well thank you
0: for the service to all of us to our country and in support of our freedom and I, and i know there's uh, trials Loss of very close friends that you've been through, and we may or may not get into that today. But you know, why did you join the army in the first place?
1: Wow. Uh, so that's a that's a two part question. So when I was a kid, uh, getting to see my dad come home in uniform, um, just packing his stuff to go out to training, or you know, going to the first Gulf War, uh, I just remember that just this crazy sense of pride, and just looking at my dad, and just um. Like he was a superhero. Like I just thought he was the toughest guy on the planet. You know, he was. um, He just represented strength to me, and just um, honor and integrity, and um, just a man of his word. So, uh, you know, at 18 years old, it's very difficult to say this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So, um, you know, I just kind of looked at my dad and I said, you know, I want to follow my dad's footsteps and. Um, he always instilled a, a deep sense of, of pride in our country. Um, and, you know, it was the, the idea of America, it was no matter what was going on, or, you know, how imperfect we are, we are, um, the idea of America that we have the opportunity to have the freedom and that we have the ability to change, and we have the ability to grow and to develop. And like you say, you know, we get the ability to grow through adversity. And that's the idea of America. And that's, I just wanted to serve that, and I wanted to um, devote my life to enabling that uh, going forward.
0: Well, thank you for that, and uh, you know you, you said something that will spark another question if I may. So you said grow through this adversity, and, and that's something that uh, we talk about within our mm-hmm. UPP circles and agency circles and beyond. Uh, we made a decision uh, a few months ago to grow through this adversity, not necessarily go through this adversity not just to exist but to grow through it so what would you say to somebody based on you know I mean look 20 years you were in Baghdad and in the middle of IEDs going off and everything else uh, like Mm -hmm. I I mentioned you know watching those close to you that couldn't come home uh, and all of that that we can't even begin to imagine so somebody who might be watching and or listening to this right now who might be in the middle of this pandemic thinking
1: oh you know forgive me what was me what would you say to them it's it's all um it's it's training so like when I was in the army you know basic training you think it's the most difficult thing on the planet and then you get out and you laugh you know at, at how relatively easy it is to everything else that you're going to continue to do moving forward they're just stepping stones and you always have to elevate what you enable yourself to go through So you always want to do something more difficult because it prepares you for something in the future. It's always going to, you know, yeah. I mean, essentially it just prepares you for more difficulty as you, as you grow older.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Getting better every day, right? Every day. And uh, I know that we talk a lot as well. Uh, Our old friend, Benjamin Franklin, who I wish I could interview. I just tell a friend about that last night. Uh, You know, if you're failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail, right? Absolutely. So thank you for your preparation and uh, what you went through has prepared you in a great way to contribute to uh, Unstoppable Nation. Thank you for that. So what did you love most about the military? I mean, through uh, your
1: experience. Uh, you know, the people, um, yeah, the first P, that's, that was my favorite. It's, um, it's amazing that you can, sh- sometimes you only spend two years at, at, at one of your duty stations and you build lifelong friendships. And it's because you are constantly connecting with them and spending time and investing that time to build those relationships. So when we talk about you know, building COIs and building relationships, it's the same thing. And that only comes through consistently connecting with them, finding out what you can do for them, and you know, just giving because just like in the Army, it's, you're willing to sacrifice your life for your friends. You could, that same passion can absolutely be in your business if you're willing to sacrifice for them, because you know that they will do it for you, because you build that connectedness.
0: Wow, that's powerful. Thank you. And it's all about you know, together everybody achieves more, right? Absolutely. And it's that's a, a form of a team. Mm-hmm. These friendships, these you know, shoulder to shoulder, and uh, it's so important in today's world because you know, business is not easy and it's getting harder all the time. So. Uh, you mentioned earlier, so you served uh, a lifetime, if you will, so 20 years. Thank you. So through that 20-year journey, uh, serving our country and, and standing toe-to-toe and shoulder-to-shoulder with your fellow soldiers, uh, what did you enjoy the most about the whole experience?
1: Um, so, like, the the job that I enjoyed the most was – or, like, the duty assignment was being a drill sergeant, um, by far, I mean, just the most rewarding three years that I got to, to do in the, in the Army. Um, the job is taxing. It's 85 to 100 hours a week. I mean, you're there to wake them up and put them to bed. And then you have life to live after that. But it's you're taking someone from, you know, an 18-year-old kid like I was, didn't know anything about the Army, just, you know, what I saw in my dad. And it was all what I created in my mind. And in 14 weeks, you make them a soldier. And they are – they. They just get it. And it's through that rigorous training that you continue to give them. And as you see those little ah ahas, like they start to get it. You're not, you know, screaming at them so much. And they just get it. And they just start doing it. And it's amazing. And it's ultimately it's because of the amount of time that they invest in their training, the amount that you invest in them, giving them everything you know. Um, you know, the biggest thing is the drill sergeants that were the most successful are the ones that gave more. It was the ones that, you know, like I would always stay late um, to, to teach the kids something more. I would tell them, hey, if you do really well in training today, I'll teach you something out of the Ranger handbook, you know, after, after. And the kids would be like, yes. And they would perform, perform so much better. And ultimately, it was because they wanted knowledge. They wanted you to care about them. Um, it just, I, I loved it. I mean, a lot of those kids, uh, you know, will reach out to me and say, hey, Sarn, you know, thank you so much. This was 10 years ago. And they reach out to me and they say, you know, now I'm a drill sergeant. And I'm just like, man, that's, it's awesome. And it's, the Army will, when you leave people, you know, they, they inflate themselves to think the Army's not going to go on without you. Well, we're, we're undefeated in over 200 years. The Army (laughs) continues. And, um, but ultimately the way you leave that, that legacy, that lasting impression, how do you make your mark is from the next generation is giving to the next generation. So they you know, teach the same lessons. They have the same passion that you do. Moving forward,
0: undefeated, after over two hundred years, I love that thought process. So, thank you, thank you again for your service. So, you know, you also prompted something to made me think about uh, you know the quote from the late great John Wooden, uh, the un- well, the undefeated uh, college basketball coach, so successful. Uh, he said. It's what you learn after you think you know it all that counts, right? And Absolutely. kudos to those who wanted to learn more after it was all over. That is fantastic. So, uh, and then thank you for the difference that you're making in the lives of so many UPP members as our accountability for you director. It's a perfect fit for who you are and who you become because of your service to our country. So thank you for that. So um, let's jump into the three Ps a little bit because you have an opportunity to help, uh, you know, and I've heard you say this before as a drill sergeant, part of your responsibility was when they come in raw at 18 years old was to strip them down. Correct. Absolutely. Because they come in with their own mental agenda Yep. and their own, maybe physical agenda, maybe not. Yep. And so you've said your first job was to strip, out everything that they thought they knew and build them up into the army way, if you will. Absolutely. So, you know, and we find that as well, you know, a lot of people come in and, and they know a lot of things about business, but they may or may not be the right strategies, right? Absolutely. So that's where the beauty of the three P's is. Um, it, it's really just a great thought process and system of people, processes and promotion. So let's blend that together. So. How does your military experience uh, translate to the UPP
1: family? And, and we'll start with the first, P, right? I mean, it, it is all, it's, all, it's all about people. And, you know, as a leader in the Army, you don't get to pick your people. You don't, we don't have a hiring system. The recruiters do that, and you get who you get. Um, so ultimately, we have to make them into the people. And we do that by putting them first. Because ultimately, if they're not where we need them to be, we have to develop them to get them there. And that's what makes the Army's P, the, the, the first P, so good is because it's all about them. You know, when we eat chow, you know, um, the leaders eat last. And there, I mean, there's the book, Leaders Eat Last, too. Um, and the reason for that is because we want to show them that they are our priority, their development, because they're going to take over for us. And, you know, but ultimately it's when you get them to the point that you need them to get to it, I mean, everything just works better. I mean, the so investing in your people, developing them, training them, um, and you know, some people will bring an organization to where they are not performing at their peak performance. And ultimately, you know, you may have to release them into the marketplace, you know, um, but You know, as you um, it's all about you know getting the right people because when you get them to that point where you train them, everything works better. When you have the right team in place, everything performs better. You know, it just everything functions top notch. I mean, and that's the reason that we're undefeated is because we invest that time in getting them to that level.
0: Training. You know, the late great Zig Ziglar he said motivation is like bathing; it's recommended daily, but I have borrowed that iconic quote from Zig, and I've inserted a lot of things into that motivation slot, but one of my favorite things to insert is training is like bathing. It's recommended daily, and so what I'm hearing is, with regard to the first P, the process is training. We have to continue training on a daily basis, and we're gonna jump into another area of that in just a couple of minutes, but yeah, thank you for that, and we've also learned together that the goal of a leader, right, is to build up leaders beneath us. Absolutely. Yeah, fantastic, thank you. Train them to take your job. Say it again, please? Train them to take your job. Yep, train them to take your job. That's a fantastic thought. So uh, let's talk about the second, theme. second P, I should say. So uh, expand on that more. How does the, uh, your military
1: experience translate to the second P? This is my favorite one, because everything, everything in the Army is a process there is a regulation for everything <laughs> i mean the way you lace your boots the way you wear your hair uh everything is a regulation there's a manual for everything if, if you don't know it's in a book open the book and read it it's in black and white there's no well i think it's this or i think it's definitive so when you have that there's no question there's no well you know so and so is going to do it this way but it, we're going to do it this way there's not the my way, your way, it's the way. And ultimately in businesses, when when, when, the, when these independent owners want things to run, they have to have it run the way that they want. It's their agency, they are the owner. Whose business is it? It's their business. So when they lay out these processes and you continue to refine them and uh, innovate and change them as times change, because change is inevitable. But as they continue to develop that, and you get those right people, you plug them into, into your system, and it and it continues to run exactly the way that you want it to run.
0: Fantastic. So, um, change is inevitable, and if we want things to change, who has to change? We do. Yeah. Fantastic. So, how did you see that change uh, actually develop before your eyes over the twenty years that you
1: served? Whew. Uh, there, there was, I mean, there's been a lot of changes throughout. I mean, if if you look at you know the Iraq conflict. We had never fought a war against an insur- insur- like an insurgency like that before. You know we had some experience with it in Vietnam, but we've always been trained. I stand here, you're there, and we go towards each other, and we see who wins. Um, we had to completely adapt. I mean, our vehicles weren't weren't set up initially when when we went over. I mean, nothing was. When the roads blew up, we were like, what happened? Um, and we had to continue to change and develop and come to, with new creative ways. To keep ourselves alive and ultimately that's what you have to do with your business is you have to continue to change and what is happening in the marketplace what is going on okay we need to change we need to innovate we need to get better we need to do more we need to shift our thinking we need to not be stagnant and just be stuck where we are in our mindset we need to our mindset needs to be able to shift and because when you do that you can meet any enemy and win
0: Wow, there there is so much gold in what you just said. Thank you for saying that. And, and what we talk about in business as well, and within the UPP circles, are the agency circles grow or die, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, that's the two options, and so yep. we've got to find a way to survive. And so much of that is the change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, thank thank you. I mean, your your encouragement and and who you've become, and your 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 transparency and sharing your story. Uh, one of the things that we've developed in the agency side is the SIA way. So, you know, to an extent, would you recommend that agency principals
1: and leaders also create their own way? of Absolutely, doing things? absolutely. You have to, because it's your business. If it's not the SIA way or the whatever your agency is way, then whose way is it? Whose business is it?
0: Aha. Uh-huh. You're succumbing to somebody else's way. Absolutely. And there's
1: no direction, Mm -hmm. and the leaders have nothing to follow. Purpose, direction, and motivation—that's what the army says an army leader is. You provide purpose, direction, and motivation.
0: Purpose, direction, motivation—great phrase. Let me get that down. Purpose, direction, motivation—love that. Okay, fantastic. When
1: we we talk about when we talk about leaders, um, ultimately you have to. And we talk about training. You know, you get basic training, and that makes you a basic soldier. But, and there's some people that can, that can coast through their career, but you know, we have, once you become an NCO, you have to go, a sergeant, you go to schooling to help you become a better sergeant. And you can stick with just those basic schools that you have to do, but ultimately, you have to invest in yourself. And in the Army, the things that you do are you invest in specialized schooling. Um, so, like, uh, we have a, a UPP member who went to the same school as I did, Ranger School. I mean, it's, it's called the Army's Premier Leadership School. And it's, mean, it's painful. I mean, but ultimately it teaches you the greatest lesson I've ever learned. I, I, I became a, a much better leader afterwards. You know, they sleep deprive you and they food deprive you and you're just marching forever. And, you know, you're droning out, like you're sleepwalking essentially. But ultimately they say, all right, here's your mission. Go lead. And you're just, you're exhausted. But ultimately you have to know, like, it doesn't matter how exhausted I am, how much, how hungry I am, how tired I am, because I have soldiers to lead. I have to do for them and you just get this surge of energy and you just you lead them and you have to lead these other people that are starving and they're sleep deprived but ultimately that's where that it's not about you it's about them so that's why it's the greatest leadership school airborne school master gunner school it's 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 investing in yourself to make yourself a subject matter expert in different areas because then you share that with your team and you build them up likewise wow that so I have to ask, what is the greatest lesson that you've ever learned? It was that it, when, when you learn what your actual limitations are, that, that is because I thought, I'm so hungry. I'm, so, I'm starving. I lost 30 pounds in like three weeks. And they're like, hey, lead. And you learn what your actual limitations are. It's, you, you thought your baseline was here. No, 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 it's not. You can always do more. You can always give more. There is more to give. It's within you, you just have to let it out. And sometimes you have to have it forced out, but it's in there. So what would you say to somebody who thinks that they're at capacity or they, they, they can't do any more in business? You, you can. Why would you put that self-limiting thought in your mind? Don't limit yourself. Your life is limitless, but you have to own that thought process. You have to have that mindset. That's your skill set. There is no limits. You just need to address what it is, you know, that you're allowing to limit yourself.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for sharing from the heart. So we talked about uh, the first P, which is leadership and building up leaders beneath us and beyond that. Uh, The second P, which is everything is a regulation, a manual uh, purpose, direction, motivation uh, as a result of that. So let's jump into the most fun, fun, sexy P, if you will. The third P, which is promotions. Uh, what? How does the Army translate to promotions?
1: I mean, when we, when we wear our, our physical training uniform, it says Army right across the chest, and we wear it everywhere. I mean, it's the only piece of your military clothing that you can wear with your civilian attire. Why? Because it's a promotion. It's, hey, look at the Army. Look at us. We have recruiting centers strategically placed places. Uh, they sponsor events. Like, I was watching a, a, a a UFC fight the other day and it said this is brought to you by the US Army and it was there was army commercials tied in and it's on the canvas But they put their logo everywhere and they rebrand themselves I mean when I joined it was be all you can be they did army of one they did I mean They're always changing their to meet the mindset of the marketplace mm. So it, I mean the army is constantly promoting
0: Yeah, but the, the other
1: thing that was coming to
0: my mind is you were saying that Uh, as an encouragement to everybody out there, uh, their message is simple. Would you agree? Absolutely. Always. It's not complicated. Army of one. I mean, anybody can handle one, right? Or, you know, we're the army or whatever, whatever, over the years, how it's changed. There's a company that is very similar that I've learned in my own personal training and development in that same thought process. So I got got an off-the-wall question for you that you're not expecting. You ready? Sure. I'll give you a second to get ready. It's really simple. (laughs) so are you a droid or an iphone user iphone okay exactly that's the company
1: so why did you choose apple i like the i like the design i like the the simplicity of it um it it's it's they don't change they add new features but they don't change how the overall system works right so the system is always relatively the same and the upgrades are The changes are so subtle that it's always easy to use. It's not like I have to figure this phone out for, you know, the next five hours. Right. It's yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Right, right. Exactly. So when I learned that, when I wrote my sixth book, the unstoppable profit producer, I was doing a lot of research on how the cover was going to be designed. Mm -hmm. And one of my coaches, because we believe in coaching said, look at this apple box. Mm-hmm. Have you ever looked at the box that the iPhone comes in? Mm-hmm. And the, my coach said, "What do you see?" I said, "Nothing but white with an apple in the middle." Mm-hmm. Said, "Exactly. You've got to keep it simple. Yep, because you know a confused person doesn't act right." Absolutely. Yeah, that's something that we teach and we've learned together as well. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Great stuff. So thank you. So. What was your greatest lesson from your military career that can help the people listening?
1: I love this. I I love this. And this was something that I asked. I mean, I trained over 5,000 soldiers as a drill sergeant in three years. Um, And I asked every single group. I said, who joined the army to be mediocre? Obviously there's never going to be a hand that goes up because nobody wants to be mediocre. I said, who joined the army? Because they wanted to be, the rambo conan the barbarian like you wanted to step foot in front of the enemy and they automatically surrendered because they knew that you were the best trained soldier in the world that they knew that it's over we cannot win with that one single soldier that just put foot on the ground i said who wanted to be that they're all like yeah super excited super pumped up and i said okay don't forget that i said you know when no matter what happens, no matter how much adversity comes in the army or you have to do things that you don't like, don't forget this 18-year-old kid looking you in the mirror, don't let him down. No matter how old and how disgruntled you get. Mm-hmm. And I would turn that around when I would teach senior leaders, organizational level leaders, and I would say, ask them the same question and say, when does it change? Why does it change? Never, they never had an answer. I said, it's your fault. It's all of your fault. It's my fault. It's because we stopped fostering that love that they have, that passion. And I said, think back to yourselves when you were a private. I was like, when you looked in the mirror, I was like, you wanted to be that too. I was like, how many of you have achieved that? How many of you are continuing to work on yourself to get to that point, even if you never reach it? How many of you are striving for it every day? I said, when you go home tonight, look yourself in the mirror. And every morning when you wake up, look yourself in the mirror. You remember that 18 year old kid how driven he was, how much he wanted it, how much he just wanted to be the best. And stop letting that kid down. Wow.
0: Thank you for continuing to share the message beyond learning not to let people down in that arena. Mm -hmm. That is extremely powerful. And you know about this one, and I know you have your own as well. Uh, and and this is what we teach and we believe. There's only one person standing between you and success. So, uh, as we begin to head uh, to wrap this up, our mindset is our skill set. Our mindset is our skill set. So, as they become more, as they became more in the military realm, and at what you've learned after you left the daily military realm, um, what would you recommend the most important thing to do? uh and and encourage people about feeding their mind because their mindset is their
1: skill set i mean you have you have to feed your mind it's your fuel it's just like with with eating or race cars or whatever you don't put e85 gasoline in a race car it's not going to go fast so if you're putting you know poor like reality television or something into your mind that's what you're going to perform at that's the fuel that you have you're putting e85 in if you want to perform put Put high octane stuff in your mind. Put high octane stuff in your body. Absorb high octane stuff because then you will be a race car.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. If you're a UPP coaching member and you're watching or listening to this, that is why we feed you so much. We don't want you to operate ever on 85 octane fuel. We want you to have the highest level of fuel available. So we want to continue to bring it to you. So it's okay. You'll be fine. So it's of their own accord, right? Or the phrase that uh, you guys, uh, you and, and some others that I have a relationship with, sua sponte,
1: right? Yep, sua sponte. It means of their own accord. It's, they're doing it because they want to. They're doing it because, not because they're told or because they have to. They're doing it because it's what's with us. And, uh, you know, they, there's, there's just a lot of, you know, the Army has creeds about the infantryman's creed and the ranger creed, and, and it's all, you know, a, a couple of paragraphs, and you memorize them, And the reason you memorize them is because you internalize the words. But, you know, like there's, uh, it says, always I fight on through the foe to the objective to triumph over all. You know, I yield back to weakness, to cowardice, to hunger, to fatigue. Like nothing will stop me. And when you internalize those, it's just like reviewing your goals. When you internalize your goals, when you memorize your goals, when your goals are in front of you every single day, you internalize them and they become part of you. And you could, I mean, who wants to leave a part of them the same as it was? You continue to work through them and grow and get better and make bigger and, and more audacious you know, goals. And the reason you do that is because you internalize, but you have to see it in front of you every day.
0: That, that breaks the thought another mind as we wrap up. We're in the middle of the great reset right now. We have an incredible opportunity that's really in our lifetime will probably not come around. The ability to reset. And, and I know you experienced that in, and your accountability for you, director's chair, if you will, you're finding people that, you know, set out in the beginning of the year with goals and they knock them off. Yep. Because yep. Of their high performing nature and they get to, they don't have to, they get to reset. Absolutely. What an incredible opportunity. Uh, Mr. Joel McKinley, thank you so much for sharing from the heart. Thank you for your contributions to uh, Unstoppable Nation and supporting them and and holding them to the fire so that they can not only achieve the goals that they set out to achieve, but absolutely explode the goals uh, that they set out to achieve. And as our mission is within the Unstoppable Profit Producer Program, we are looking to impact people's lives personally and professionally. And you, sir... Uh, As we move up to Independence Day and celebration of, we get to celebrate Independence Day because uh, of your fighting for our freedom uh, over a lifetime. Thank you for that, sir. Thank you for sharing today. Thank you for being on the podcast.
1: No, Mike. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to be a part of the UPP family. Thank you for everything that you do because you truly embody what it it means to you know the pursuit of happiness. Because, I mean. SIA inspires happiness, and, and truly, every conversation I've ever seen you have with anyone, they always leave with a smile on their face. You always inspire that. You always create that opportunity for everyone. Uh, continue to give back, so thank you uh, for everything that you do because you are um, what I consider to be one of the greatest Americans on, you know, in, 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 in history you know, for everything that you do. Uh,
0: not, that's an undeserved uh, compliment, but thank you for that um, just getting better every day. I mean, we've got to get better every day. So, uh, we want to encourage everybody. If you're watching this and, or listening to this and you got value out of the podcast, please share it with somebody else. Please make sure you subscribe and I encourage other people to subscribe as well, because our goal is to bring the best of the best to the podcast, to inspire, to motivate, and, uh, to further define purpose. As you talked about today, uh, and your gold nuggets that you continue to drop, uh, let, let's go ahead and have some fun for just a second. We might as well share with the world what uh, you and I were talking about before we went on. Um, we were talking about something that I learned today in my own personal development uh, about bananas, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That was kind of fun because I'm a banana guy because it, it fuels my bicycle riding ability, and and you have uh, children as well. So uh, in my study this morning. Uh, they were talking about a school teacher who would write encouraging messages on the bananas for the kindergarten age kids. So mm. when they come pick up a banana, they look at the banana and it would have an encouraging message on it, like be awesome today or something like that. Right? Yeah, That's awesome. And so now we have, what I learned is talking bananas. <laughs> so as we learn in the third P, the promotional realm from our greatest mentors, look at what everybody else is doing and do the exact opposite, right? Yep. We're going to develop talking bananas. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Joel McKinley, thank you so much, sir, for being on the podcast today. Make a difference, be unstoppable, and leave no regrets. We'll see everybody on the next episode. Have a great day. All right, thanks.
1: Thank you for listening. If you would like to listen to more episodes or share this podcast with someone you care about, please visit www.unstoppableprofitpodcast.com. Now go out and make a difference. Be unstoppable and leave no regrets.